Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1875, With the Spirit of Generosity, by Jen McNabb with nosidebar.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Welcome back to Optimal Living Daily, or the OLD podcast. Welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. And with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. With a Spirit of Generosity by Jen McNabb with nosidebar.com. One gift of the minimalist lifestyle is that it provides an arena to really strengthen the muscles of discipline and impulse control. Repeatedly faced with opportunities to buy more, we are able to grow in our resolve to live with less. We are invited to continually strengthen our ability to say no. On a recent Sunday evening while putting kids to bed, we heard the doorbell ring. To be honest, it wasn't a convenient time and I wasn't that motivated to answer it. Nevertheless, I ran downstairs to find two neighbor boys standing on the front porch with a push mower and a sales pitch. Apparently, they were earning money with their new lawn mowing business. Now, the truth of the matter is that I had just written an article about simplicity and all the things we don't buy. Lawn services were specifically identified in that list. Furthermore, if I'm going to spend money, I'd rather put it toward endeavors that we are not qualified to do ourselves. So there I was at a crossroads. My first thought was that we needed to keep our grass shorter so we don't attract young entrepreneurs. But then I changed direction and wondered if this was the invitation to simply get rid of our grass altogether. After all, a lawn really is kind of pointless. We could replace it with more gardens or even a nice oak tree. But I snapped back to the present moment paid the kids eight bucks and let them trot across the yard with their mower. Despite feeling good about helping the kids with their business, I was determined to not pay for this service again. But only two days later, one of the kids returned with a flyer. This time he was painting house numbers on curbs. Sunk. Okay, kid, here's $15 more for your piggy bank. When the kiddo arrived for a painting, I noticed his mom came with him to supervise the work. Taking it as an opportunity to meet this neighbor, I went out to visit and I specifically asked how this curb painting business was coming along. Apparently, we were among his first clients, and so he was still figuring out the paints and stencils. But then his mom went on to share that family finances were tight, so they were encouraging their son to help earn some of the money needed to cover the expenses associated with his athletics and school in general. Learning the deeper story often changes our attitude of the heart. We catch a glimpse inside where something grips us and compels us toward generosity. Yet so often we make the call before we know the full story. 
when our family shifted to one primary income and embraced simplicity, we made our own sacrifices with purchases. The 55 yards of unwaxed dental floss for which I paid 96 cents is a daily reminder of that sacrifice. Yet while it is appropriate to exercise discipline, there are simply instances where we are called to be generous. In its most basic form, generosity is an extension of grace. Generosity sometimes involves personal sacrifice, but it is a sacrifice that feels different than cheap dental floss. Generous generosity can actually move us more toward embracing uncertainty. If having or keeping what is quote-unquote mine creates a sense of certainty, then giving it away involves sacrificing that security at some level. And mine can extend beyond money or stuff. What about my time, my plans, my life? If I give it away, will my own needs be met? At the most basic level, giving is an act of deep-rooted trust. It is an energy that directly combats a spirit of scarcity. Someone once said that it is not whether you have it, but how you have it. Do we hold it in such a way that we are willing to part with it? It seems that our level of detachment often informs our level of generosity, but it is not an exact science. In other words, generosity is not a line item in our budget for which we write a calculated check each month, although that's a good place to start. Rather, heart-filled giving is really quite fluid and requires an ongoing spirit of awareness. In our humanity, we do it imperfectly, but we hope others are generous with us when we miss the mark. Back to the lawn mowing story. What happened on a deeper level in hiring the neighbor kid? Did it bless him, his mom, me? Did my act of helping the child function as a seed that would end up blooming in my own life? I couldn't help but smile as I thought about meeting with a business client of my own this past month. All of a sudden, I saw myself standing on someone else's doorstep when the door opened wide. Quite possibly, karma was in action. It moves fast these days. The seeds we plant are the harvests we reap, for better or worse. It's a thing. So what would it look like if each of us lived with a spirit of generosity? How powerful would it be to live simply but contribute toward a universe of abundance? If we each committed to stepping out to give as opportunities presented themselves, it would start an outpouring of grace and a revolution of upbuilding. After all, generosity is a tangible way to value life and the lives of others. Giving away mine is the path toward discovering it will be all right. There is indeed enough. And it is all so simple. It is not necessary to fly around the globe in search of an opportunity to be generous. The great is in the small. You just have to answer your doorbell. You just listened to the post titled With a Spirit of Generosity by Jen McNabb with nosidebar.com. Thank you to Jen. She's a guest writer on No Sidebar, avid reader, writer, and runner who recently resigned from a full-time career in higher education to pursue balance and simplicity. Jen launched Toward Thriving LLC to support others on their journey towards their best self. You can learn more about that and her at jenmcnab.com, J-E-N, M-A-C-N-A-B dot com. And thank you to her and the team at No Sidebar for letting us share all their articles. But I'll leave you there for today. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. That's the only way I've been able to continue doing this. It's by you subscribing, sharing it, and coming back to listen. So thank you for that. It means a lot. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back for the Friday show tomorrow where your optimal life 
Awaits.